Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's up, friends? It's 12 o'clock on a Wednesday, and you're here with us at Chemist Legacy News. I'm Mickey 420. That's Tom. I'm Tom, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, smash some likes, click subscribe. And, you know, there was an awesome webinar on New Jersey yesterday. So if you saw that, definitely leave uh, something in your comments and let us know what you're thinking about uh, your conditional application. That's going to be our next webinar on uh, December the 13th. So I'll get that one ready. And we're going to have more Jersey news going on today, too. There's more to talk about. But before we get into the what I, I, I headline, I want to acknowledge that today is World AIDS Day. And we have a couple of videos that I did a long time ago previously. One is how AIDS activists started the medical marijuana movement. And then the other one is uh, the Pride. Uh, Prop 215 is the gateway to legalization. I really think you guys should check those out. If you're really into the history, but we wouldn't have what we have if it wasn't for, and I make a very bad joke of it's off the backs of gay men. Okay, yeah, but that is very true. And then not only is it that, it's also the uh, continued obstruction of the federal government in the like, early 1990s by shutting down the, what was it, the Innovative Novel Drug Program. Oh, yeah. So the Innovative Novel Drug Program was not this. This is the regulatory compliance plan that I've been working on. And so after watching that uh, webinar yesterday, there is a lot more that I will be brushing up to that. And hopefully I'll have it done by this weekend. So if you do want to get one of those, uh, subscribe to or, or join our mastermind program because we're going to be doing a, um, a conditional application in that. Innovative yeah. drug, innovative new drug. What was the thing that they shut down because of AIDS? People kept joining it in the early Bush administration in the 1990s. Well, isn't that the one that gave us uh, eight federal patients? Or no, 15 at one point. Right. Federal cannabis patients. Right. Which is pretty awesome. I mean, it is. when they say there's no medicinal value and there's a patent and there's actual federal patients, something is clearly wrong in our system. Yep. Innovative cannabis program benefits. No, I mean, like they've just and they also bury this type of news. And so that's one of the things that bogged me because it's it's the first. And so we check 
uh, as we sometimes do in uh, cannabis legalization news, I'll try to stay on top of and use SEO to uh, try to get more subscribers. And if you're a new subscriber, freaking awesome. Thank you. But uh, one of the things that we do then uh, is check it at the end of the month. And so it's another month's gone by. You go to our analytics and you can just see the algorithm at play. Just like they just completely throttled us right around because these are each individual month. So like mm. July, they just you can just see it. They just shut you right down. And then it's been fairly, you know, just sideways, sideways since then. And we're not the only channel that has that issue. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just. Well, I, I think a lot of it has to do with prohibition itself. Right. Like right. these IT techs don't know how to fucking put cannabis in the algorithm. Um, but you know, we're, we're slowly changing. We're slowly getting better, you know, uh, recently to the story that's on the, in the topic, top federal drug official says there's no evidence that occasional marijuana use is harmful for adults. That is the lead story of the day. Top federal official, top federal drug official. Which one said that? That is for the national Institute. Uh, so we'll go back down the head of the nation's top federal blah, 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 national Institute of drug abuse director, Nora Volko made the remarks in an interview with 538 that was published on Tuesday. Uh, there, in her quote, there's no evidence to my knowledge that the occasional adult marijuana use has harmful effects. I don't know of any scientific evidence that, of that, Volko said. I don't think it has been evaluated. We need to test it. I've been testing it, lady. How long, how many, how many years of testing? Is this long-term enough? Because, like, well, otherwise we'll just ask Willie Nelson. He's still alive. I'm just, I'm just like, 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 what, what do you mean testing? Like, all the... Uh, what we call in uh, like science land, you know, the uh, uh, altruistic data, the the uh, empirical data, is already out there. Like 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 the the uh, uh, the existence of, of of ending prohibition in several states has already happened. Uh, what's going on there? Do you see any evidence of any you know livelihoods being devastated by this terrible plant because of consumption? No, suicide rates actually decline. Isn't that weird? And and drug addiction and opiate uh, uh, overdoses. Yep. You know, I, In callback news, it was the investigational new drug program. And so this investigational new drug program, and, and you can see it there. And we've had, Ir I'm not sure if we've actually had Irv Rosenfeld on, on the show, but I do have one of his tins. And so every month they get mailed a tin full of joints and they standardize the THC percentage that between three and 4%. Uh, and, and they've just been mailing them to them, but they shut that program down in the early 90s because more and more AIDS patients were trying to get into it. And uh, it was creating a problem with their prohibition policies. LV actually dropped out of it. Oh. There, was, there was two people. There was LV and, 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 and Irv, who were the last two people. But because she lives in Oregon, she gets quality weed. <laughs> like the much shit that better they prices, said. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm, my, my cold is getting better. So oh, thank good. you to the guy who sacrificed the goat. I think that helped. Yes, thank you for sacrificing goats. That's what you've come to count on when Miggy is sick. He just needs a goat sacrificed, and then he's fine, and then he's Everyone's ready to go well. do the news. All right, so what else is going on in cannabis legalization news for the week? So another one that I, I found today uh, was uh, in uh, Alaska news, in their, in their industry. This oh, article shout is... out to Alaska. We're going to be using Alaska to do a very special uh, name that strain later on. And this is very interesting because uh, uh, no one's having fun, a ton of fun. Many Alaska cannabis businesses are struggling and failing. Anchorage Daily News. Mm -hmm. uh, this one comes to the point of a, a store owner, and she says, uh, uh, we had a three fabulous great years, said Sue Nolan. And then those days are over. And why? Well, if you go down more, it talks part of it is the, uh, the taxes. Uh, the, the taxes have been killing these people. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, the way they, they, they structure this and just knowing, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the people in Alaska that I've dealt with and known, it's kind of like here in Washington where these entities that are in charge of cannabis that don't know anything about the plant are making up shit as they go. And that's right. the worst part. <laughs> you know, 49 years of personal experience. I bet we could qualify him as an expert. You know who I else so. I think has expertise that we could qualify them as a cannabis usage expert? Who's that? Snoop Dogg. And he's got oh, a yeah. Snoop Dogg base, uh, backed fintech startup. The Bespoke Financial has raised 125, I believe he would call it, mazillion dollars to fund the growth of the cannabis industry. And here is a picture of Calvin Brodus, a.k.a. Snoop Dogg, giving the peace signals and uh, kind of, you know, getting a little Steve uh, D'Angelo vibe going on there. Uh, and so that's where... Fintech startup Bespoke Financial comes in, and Bespoke Financial is the nation's first licensed fintech land lender focused on the cannabis industry and focused on bridging the divide between institutional investors and cannabis, which is ever so important in this uh, social equity world that we live in, because the uh, social equity players, they do need uh, capital partners, uh, and by and large. If you don't know what fintech is, that means financial tech. That's all this is. It's just an app to get the weed people next to the money people. That's all That's this right. is. Mixing yep. those two together, but the Snoop you know, Dogg backed financial uh, they they closed 125 million credit facility to expand its lending capacity and fund the growth of the cannabis industry. I wonder if we can go hook, uh, hit up Bespoke Financial for the build out of the farm in Illinois. I bet you could, dude. Maybe I bet we you could. could. Maybe we could. I mean, you already have an equity uh, uh, applicant, so I mean, that's already you know tearing up those heartstrings. No, but, we got uh, the yeah, but then you also have the uh, the actual license. Yeah, yeah, no. But and then you know more financial news and, and other ways to get money. Uh, uh, this uh, in Tech Crunch, uh, there's a vet coming out with cannabis and banking vets launch credit card for dispensaries. Now, this is just another one. The the the, the company's called Supernet, but uh, um, I don't know how long is it going to last, right? Like like I've seen a many of these tech companies come out and say, yeah, we're we're your banking solution, and then they they change in a month because rules or or the financial yep. stuff but because you know more rules that. because yes. rules and then that's the other thing and so and it's like well we'll do your credit cards no you won't you won't do your credit cards until it's schedule one you're not going to get a credit card until then uh, even with safe banking which hasn't passed by the way and it still but, might not i mean like the the industry not the industry the government is going to be shutting down if they don't figure out a way to fund it you know well uh rumor on the street you know uh credit unions urge congress to pass marijuana banking reform through the defense bill and there's lots of talk about that, that safe banking writing that uh, defense bill. And, you know, I personally, all these policies can't, we, we, we can't lose when they all go through. Like, right. like you know, Booker and all these Republican or uh, Democrats who think that uh, um, they're the way, you're just part of the way. And that's you're just part of the way. It's just, it's not about <laughs> you, man. Seriously. It's about doing the right thing. For your citizens, for your fellow man, like. You know, this is America, last I checked. <laughs> Dang straight. Wait a second. Hang on. Hey, Google, where am I? God, I hope it says America. No, it's just giving my address. It's just giving my home address, which is way <laughs> creepier than just saying America. Yeah. But better if it just said buttfuck Egypt, dude. <laughs> you uh, know, cornfields. That's welcome cornfields. to cornfields. That's where Tom lives. Also in uh, the news, we have uh, California police are letting legal marijuana uh, business get robbed. Cannabis industry claims. Uh, what? That's ridiculous. 
And uh, the cannabis police, they need to be a thing. We should have cannabis police making the world safe for our cannabis. That's what I want. Well, the gist I get from this article is like, so in, in light of like the defunded police uh, conversation that we've had, and we, and we talked about it, cops don't stop crime. But it would be nice if they patrol the neighborhoods because the, I thought the cannabis... that was one of the stories of the week. Wasn't that one of the stories of the week, though? Uh, in uh, communities where cannabis becomes legal, cops are more likely to solve violent, violent crimes. Well, <laughs> or real I crime. Sworn that, yeah, that, yeah, they they could finally get around to testing the rape kits. I believe that's what it is. I just yeah, yeah priorities, right? Like any prohibition would enable uh, good policing priorities and. Uh, Drug awareness for for people who uh, uh, like when kids people like who got the the preacher daughter syndrome you know like I'm gonna go party this is the you know and they smoke a little weed and like wow this ain't so bad I guess heroin's not bad why mm -hmm. because the CSA tells you that <laughs> yeah that's right that's right you know it's it's ridiculous but it's also being reported so if you go to Contrapreneur you will get this pop up where you could stay informed if you subscribe and we say hey you should but then also go to cannabislegalizationnews.com and subscribe there. So police solve more violent crimes after cannabis legalization reported from Ganjapreneur. Researchers noted significant increases in the clearance rate for violent crimes following the legalization in Oregon relative to non-legalized states. So put that one in your cap, Mr. Law Enforcement Officer. You could be doing your job even better after it's legalized. I mean, like doing your job. <laughs> well, okay. Just be careful when you, you know, it's a bridge to, you're just going to make him mad with that. And you know he's I got know. a mustache and a hair trigger. Did you say I, something about me? All these things. You know I have weapons. Don't, you're, you're the snowflake. Man, I should just have a, uh, a comb ready. It's like the finger mustache. That's lame. Look, uh, I want to get you one of those, like, uh, uh, you remember in the Reno 911? Uh, Lieutenant no. Daniels? Oh. No, He's got I mean, short okay. shorts. Like, uh, oh, okay. Now I recall that character. I never really watched Reno 911. Right on. I recall Reno 911, but I don't recall watching it. We got some uh, dumb shit news coming out of Vermont. Oh, what's that? Dumb shit news out of Vermont. So Vermont, uh, support the VT Digger, whoever that is. Uh, All right. Well, why don't you hit, hit Control Plus a few times, yeah. uh, you know, and then zoom it in. All right. Let's go it's back to the Vermont news. Vermont it is a medical junkie website, too. It is. Uh, Vermont Medical Society urges banning sale of cannabis with more than 15% THC. More ignorance in the world. Yeah, that would be the exact opposite of uh, trying to boost or juice your rates. It'd be like, come on, man. I know it can't be more than 19. Just, you know, add a little bit less stuff to the system to kind of say that there was or add more stuff to the system to say it was less. You know, they're just going to be trying to jigger their rates the other way. Well, but it seem... also perpetuates what? Well, ignorance. Uh, the the you know, illegal market oh, where the yes. illegal market will be like oh yeah you, you can't do that well we aren't testing oh maybe they will test theirs and be like ours is 24 percent actually you know it's funny you say that uh reporter jim devine a canvas reporter on twitter he he tweeted just that he's like you know capping thc markets are just enabling the black market or traditional market that's all it is he's got a point he's yeah. got a point that guy i bet people would read his news if he did stories about weed and they do. I think he's from the LA Weekly or something like that. Yeah, he was in several articles. I like, I follow him on Twitter. It's you know our um, Twitter and Instagram. I like to the like, Gram. You can find me at the Gram at Cannabis Industry Lawyer. We just left yeah. off the .com or online at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. 
We got well, some, do you think uh, we have another uh, two minutes to, to cover before we can get something else? Because uh, yeah, yeah. I have something to wrap up after we get we do our little break here at the 20 past the hour. You got one real quick. All right. Let's Malta, the legalized cannabis for personal use, social clubs, but not sales. In international news, Malta, that's right, that Malta, you know, you could pick it out on a map, is going to legalize cannabis for personal use and social clubs, but not for sales, which, of course, means that you're going to be joining a social club uh, by the gram. We offer gram social club memberships. Would you like a gram membership? Yes. That'll be $10, you know. Well, that and there's gonna be a lot of people like again the internet. We, we as people know how to connect with each other, right? If I were to land in Malta, which is outside of Italy, it's an island. I Google it. Um, nice. It's a nice. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice a weed. It's a good a weed. <laughs> it's a regular no and not to know. Oh, uh, you know, we shouldn't make fun of uh, outstanding Italian stereotypes. In fact, we should take a short interlude break because it is 20 past the hour so we're going to think about whether or not we should do these types of italian voices just for a second Shout out to Collateral Base, which yesterday we were watching uh, one of the best things ever. Uh, and it was this. And so there is a wonderful webinar put on by the CRC. Shout out to them. I think they're doing a bang up job out of all the um, uh, states and jurisdictions that I've seen so far. And so the application window for De- uh, New Jersey is going to open for cultivators on December the 15th. And here is a little cheat sheet slide. You can see, I believe his name is Jeff Brown up there. He's uh, one of the administrators at the CRC presenting and he gives a little thumbnail sketch of what this limit of 37 cultivator licenses is going on in New Jersey. And so it's a limit of these 37, but that's uh, only going to include the ATCs. And then also, let me see if I can back this up because it was I just updated it. Probity, application qualifications, 37. Yeah. So it's only going to include the ones that have actually already been in there, the ones that are in the ATCs, the micro businesses do not count. And he kept going on to really stress that there was going to be a um, only 13 month window. So this this uh, limitation of the 37 cultivators will expire approximately 13 months afterwards. And it doesn't apply to conditionals. So conditionals, you get this conditional license and then you have five months to get your full license. So, you know, if you got started on it, you'd still have five months and then you get a micro and then you can be a micro for a year. And then by the time your micro for, so that that's five, 17 months into the future, the 37 limit has been lifted and then you can canopy up to 10,000 square feet. So if you want to know more about how to do that, check out our mastermind program. It's going to be the, the plans that I'll be selling. And what's the most important part of all this though? When you get, when you decide to be in business in an estate, what's the most important thing that you need, no matter what in each state? It's usually compliance well, so far. Okay. Yeah. But the until you get the open the doors, you have to have property, right? You have to have a place that you're you're paying the bills and you're you're, you're applying the application. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because when you do apply for these applications, you you better consider where you're applying it, especially in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom's River, which is a pretty big little area of Jersey, 
just I mean it's a very bougie area too. Uh, I used to live in Jersey. Um, but uh, council members vote recreational pot sales in a four to one vote. No, they're so, just going to go right next door. Yeah, well, they don't like money apparently. So no, they have um, enough. They don't like money. They you know that terrible weed. But watch where you where you tend to open your business. That's my word advice. Yeah. And so the conditional license, you need to identify property, but that's it. And so if I was applying, I just go that property right there, that one. Uh, and then you have five months to lock it up after you've been awarded your conditional, or you can move your license uh, if the landlord or the community doesn't want to play ball. So you can just say you intend to be there. You don't have to actually have the lease and all that stuff. Uh, for the conditional. Yes. For the annual. Wow. No. Yeah. Okay. And there's there's uh, income limitations as well. So it's a it's a very interesting like to try to reduce the barriers to entry for uh, social equity applicants is a very complex uh, puzzle. And I really think that the way that New Jersey is approaching it is the just the best that I've seen it so far. I think, you know, the East Coast has potential as it keeps building up state by state. It's knocking them down. You know, Delaware, everybody has their former medical or recreational now. Five years, the East Coast is going to have a strong market up and down the coast. You know, California, Oregon, Washington, we've had that strong market years ago when it was medical. You know, I'm not going to say who or what, but there was a lot of California weed that was magically here uh, mm. during medical times and vice versa. There was a lot of Washington weed in California magically during medical times. We have times. somebody that's watching from Norway. Hopefully what he's up, from dude? Voss. I used to live with a dude from Voss back when I lived in Spain. Me? I would steal my clothes. You know what? I was a shitty roommate too, dude. So I'm not gonna. Twenty year olds. <laughs> then they're European. They're so socialistic. Everything's mine. You know. Hey, speaking of money, uh, taxes and everything. What's up with uh, Illinois? Because they say pot sales generate tax dollars. How are Illinois cities spending the money? I found this one really interesting because as you scroll down here to the small little city, they rack in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, small population of 150. Uh, they racked in almost a million dollars just yeah. for our city. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing because they have a 3%. And so these these cities are just thirsty for the cannabis cash that will be coming here shortly because there is 185 people all stacked up. Well, actually, it's 185 uh, dispensary licenses in the state of Illinois just in pause because of litigation. That litigation, I'll get a little update on that one. So it I guess I'll give you uh, an update on the litigation. But they don't even call it a city. They call it a village. Like yeah, there's, there's villages, there's townships, there's cities, there's unincorporated areas. It's Illinois, man. We have dirt. And um, so dirt to pull of, in a yeah. million dollars, man. Dirt to pull in a million bucks. I tell you what. But the thing is, the litigation with the dispensaries is continuing to move through the courts. They have been consolidated and reassigned to a different judge. And now hopefully that other judge will be reassigned because that's usually what happens. And then they'll get to some briefing. And then after the some briefing, there will eventually be a hearing. Uh, and, and then maybe in 12 to 18 months, those 185 dispensary licenses will be uh, awarded. Maybe six months. You know, maybe we'll be lucky and it'll just be six months. Well, fingers crossed. I mean, <laughs> the more delay that happens to any rollout, it's just hindrance for the people you know yeah. the society or whatever the greater good in my opinion yeah this is why yeah. we go ahead well I'm, I'm we're still i'm working with my winners to just keep moving forward and to ensure that they have what they need once then because then once they say they get 
I don't think any of those 185 are going to lose their licenses. I think those are the, because the state has said that, like, these are our kids, you know, these are our licenses. We want these. Um, and, and as a result, I'm like, well, they want you to have it. So I don't think anybody's going to take it from you. If anything, they're just going to have a different lottery for additional licenses. And they've, they've said that as well. And, you know, and I don't know of anybody who's like trying to go out there and blow up all the lotteries. And, well, maybe the third one because of the army veteran issue. So that third one might be recalculated and redone, but we'd have to see. I mean, like, and that would require them to say that the process was unconstitutional. Sure. Well, I mean, it clearly was. I mean, it wasn't transparent, at least. It wasn't, uh, uh, there was, there, there's no clear, like, when the numbers reached out the way they did later, you know, with the same app matching applications, that, that's just ridiculous. You know, you guys are better yeah, different off scores for the identical applications. Yeah. That was yeah. hilarious. That's how you can tell it's real. When you get different scores for that same thing. Well, and that's the unfortunate thing about cannabis, right? It's still viewed as this petty, non-essential thing, even after a pandemic, right? It's like the lowest thing that most people think about. It's like, it always bothers me when people are like, it's only pot. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it's only pot, it's only pot. But it's only pot while people are sitting behind bars and kids are getting taken away. And, 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 and you know, the, it's not only pot. It's it's a fundamental right that. Yeah, people... it's, it's it's treatment. It's healthcare. It's yeah. access to, to medicine. It's access to your cannabinoid system that you might need supplementation for, you know, and exactly. it doesn't make much sense. Like what 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 right do they have to, to stand in your way? And then not only that, I mean, our lead story, what does the top official say? Yeah, you know, occasional use. There's no evidence of it being dangerous. Then why the F is it schedule one? You know what? It's it's just one of those things that pisses you off so gosh darn much that you have to play a little name that straight. Just makes you feel better. We have an interesting one today. We haven't done this style before. So we're going to say wake up Wasilla on this one. Man, there you go. Did you see that? I that was our name, that strain for today. Uh, now, it's not just, it is a shout out, though, to uh, an operator in Alaska, as we had just talked to a lot about Alaska at the top of the hour regarding the stresses that they're having. But that is shout out to Alaska Legacy Genetics in Wasilla, Alaska. And the cultivation name is ALG. That is not the strain. Uh, mm. There's a few strains in that room. And so you can guess any one of them and, uh, and we'll say you win. Uh, and so, you know, there's some there's some classic strains in there, uh, some fairly classic ones, some, uh, you know, fruity ones and some candy ones as well. One more time. Uh, yeah. Name that strain. Wake up Wasilla. Don't you just love farming? We need more popcorn. We need more farming. <laughs> all right. All right. And so I don't see anybody in the sides that have said anything. So why don't we go to uh, one of the most important things that we, we love to get news stories from, uh, Marijuana Moment. And so Marijuana Moment is reporting that there is a bipartisan lawmakers push for the VA to allow medical marijuana access for veterans as soon as possible, because not only do top officials say that it doesn't have any harm, uh, the VA's own website will sometimes say that there's benefits that have been reported from it, which is hilarious. We've done a video about that back in the past, which is where most of the videos that we have done reside. 
That's what I say for that one. I would I would think for that title they should put parentheses again. Again. <laughs> I mean, make it again, again. It's just like we're going to make America great again, again. Oh, uh, no. This time he's calling Save America. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Trump administration does not care about the Can Spam, Spam Act of 2003. Uh, they have repeatedly oh, ignored is. my unsubscribes. Repeatedly ignored them. Well, they're and not real business people, man. They're not. Well, I mean, they, but then I just see their branding and like what they're doing for next time. And I'm like, oh, he's clearly running. And he's good at this whole branding thing. See how this turns out. I'm about running, but grifting, man. They're they're clearly good at grifting and, and raising people's fears about bullshit. You know, like people are too worried and hizzy about like this one's close. Ooh. That one's close. But um, you know, uh so let me uh, share a little something. But you know, like. it's it's a little bit more fruity than that one. It's like that would be one like one of its parents. All right, let's just uh, this one's also close. There's definitely a purple in there, but you just haven't said it. it's also not that one. Uh, <laughs> OG Kush, no, we ain't got no OG Kushes in there. Once again, let's just let's just wake up with Silla. Times like this, I wonder if this flags this this video is going to get flagged. Oh, you know, you know get flagged for that one. Oh, yeah. we don't want it to, because that was like a lawful thing. Like that was completely legal. Yeah. We had the the disclaimer that says this is for eighteen only. This is for informational and educational purposes. Uh, the, the education is: can you name that strain? It's very for, important. So, was that one grow room of theirs, or did they have multiple ones? Was that the only one they have? Um, I think they have more than one. That's just their one of their flowering rooms. Okay, I'm, I'm just curious about their ventilation system. I saw the uh, all the fans that were oscillating, but. Uh, you know, the nerd in me is trying to figure out a better way to do it for him. All right. There's, there is a definitely a PP, but that's just, you know, freaking F purple, granddaddy purple. There's, there's purples in it, but there's just another type that's there. That's, you know, it's uh, a drink. And so like, oh. and I, I haven't seen that one yet. That one's one of them. Um, yeah. That one we don't have. Uh, and so uh, one of them is gorilla cookies. No one's going to guess that. No one would guess gorilla cookies. So you know today, uh, um, uh, there there was that hearing for the, uh, uh, the talking about the Mississippi case that potentially could turn over Rivers Wade, right? No. Like, oh, okay. oh, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a there was, so like there's a, there was a hearing. I, I listened to it today, and it was surprisingly short for like a um, really big uh, point of rights and like the arguments and everything was really short. But I'm always wondering, like, why is America always trying to be in like 1950? Well, Canada is in goddamn 2030. So, like, this uh, right here, I, I came across their uh, um, Twitter uh, post, uh, Wicked Wine Tours. And if you go here to the tour section, I just, cannabis tours. Like, how fucking cool is that? Oh, they, never mind. There it goes. But how fucking cool is that? In Kelwana Cannabis Tours in, in, in British Columbia, you can get a fucking weed tour and wine tour. And, that, and that's what they advertise that. They had a little wine glass and a beer bottle and, and a little weed puff thing. And they're like, what better tour than this? And I'm like, you're fucking right. <laughs> what is yeah. up with that? Dude? That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I don't know, man, but uh, I do want to go over like a summary of the news yeah, yeah. from the week. So we have Biden's treasury secretary saying, of course, marijuana banking would make the IRS's job easier. Jeez. Which is just great. You just love hearing the of course. 
All right. Well, so it, happening now, Secretary Janet Yellen agrees allowing cannabis businesses to access the banking system would help the IRS do their job and enable them to collect more taxes from the industry, which is wonderful. So it's like, hey, you know, it's killing us IRC 280E. Well, let's make it easier to track all those transactions. You know what, though? Like, like, fuck the tax part of it. How about we enable safe banking? So people are, we've had in this past month, right? You've heard about the, the, How many the robberies. Guy. Yes. Armed robberies. And and there's videos. I've seen them and I, and I don't want to share them because they're very horrible. Like I couldn't imagine having a gunpoint. I mean, I've, I've had I've been in range or whatever, but like in a store with the gun pointed to him, you get down. And then I saw one guy grab another guy while he was running out of the store, threw him down. And I was like, holy shit, they weren't fucking around. Like, safe yeah. banking would just make it better for everybody, at least in the industry, right? It's not going to help Bonnie. It will help mom pops, right? It'll help them eventually. But uh, Yeah, it would help mom pops because it helps everybody not get robbed. It also means that you're not going to get jacked at the bank in the sense that you're not going to have to pay $1,500 to $2,000 a month to have a cannabis uh, bank account. You know, uh, now maybe that's maybe those are just Illinois prices, but I think those are just prices. And so when you have that type of thing where it's going to be an eighteen thousand to twenty four thousand dollar hit per year just to be able to have treasury services, as they call it, uh, for your cannabis license. Yeah, I guess the safe that well, the shotguns you're not supposed to have because of whatever. And then um, the safe and the, the big racks, that's just might be easier, you know, keep the fifteen hundred. Well, spend that on fun. Oh well, yeah, just the, the money transition will be a lot easier for everybody. But um, I see one of our, our posting here. Lots of truckers have lost jobs due to CBD. How can it be reinstated? And why does it take so long? I don't. You know, that's a hard one, dude. Because that is something I would ask Rory McGinty because he's the only truck driver uh, attorney. Well, he's not. He's a trucking attorney, uh, and I'm not sure if he's still practicing. I haven't talked to him in like six years because I haven't had a, a case where uh, a truck was involved in like six years. Hmm. But like for that instance, because federally cannabis THC is illegal, but yet CBD, technically hemp is is legal, and these guys are testing hot. I mean that that hot that for draws, what then? It doesn't make no sense. Like how are they t- are they testing hot for the THC component of it? Uh, yeah, they're peeing dirty in a cup. Yeah. yeah, and so that's if federal legalization is the only thing that's going to be able to do that, or you'd have to wage a lawsuit that says 0.3 percent, and and I was having the 0.3 percent of this stuff, and therefore your test is bullshit because it can create false negatives or false positives with uh, compliant products, and so if hemp can even make you fail a test, then that test is wrong. Well, easing cause is not effect, right? Like even if I had THC in my system, it doesn't oh, mean that I'm a reckless matter. person. That's, no, that's that's not how the law would work. Yeah, they just they'd be like, "What's the law say?" That okay? Well, that that's what I'm enforcing. It says that. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Here in, in Washington State, we have uh, a five nanogram DUI mm-hmm. law, which is just arbitrary pulled out of someone's butt. They're just like, "Here you go." Uh, I mean, five nanograms, dude. Doesn't it sound official? Five it's nanograms. So tiny, dude. Like. Let me show you what I got. I got. You have nanograms? That would be I hilarious have, if you literally no, had nanograms. And like I a, have milligrams. Thing. Can you see this? It's a nanogram. No, <laughs> I can't. I think you're just putting your two fingers together. This is. Wait. All right, you do that one. I'll get another one of these. Uh, oh, wait. Miggy has the nanogram. No, this is a milligram. So this no, that is, is a milligram. Tip that is that. a dinky little thing. Whoa. Oh, and now it's gone forever. It's a sliver of, of, of metal. It's all it is. But it's been weighed to be a milligram, and 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 and, and, and so the nanogram, 
Yeah. I couldn't even pick it up. You'd have to put like an N95 mask on because then your breath would just like carry it off. Seriously, dude. But there's no justification behind that amount, right? There's no been science studies. And that's what I think recently just happened now, right? With the the recent uh, uh, bill that passed. And what wrote along that was marijuana testing for 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 uh an automobiles and, and transportation so i think that also will help the truckers you know this is going to mm-hmm. prove the same thing we'll be saying all the time uh cannabis doesn't make me uh, a reckless human being uh it's 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 a personal responsibility like like if you smoke while you're driving that's on you man like you you don't acknowledge that you 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 fucked up if you do but it's not the weed's fault i think i just lost that milligram Oh boy! Doesn't that just stink? You know, I hate when you lose that. And so, while Miggy looks for a milligram, uh, which he may or may not be able to find, we're going to wake up with Scylla one more time and wrap up name that strength. Found it. That 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 again. I mean, anybody? I'm just gonna. Somebody said purple punch. That was one of them. One of those was purple punch in there. Let me get uh, my guy's text up here from uh, Wasilla. He said there's some titty sprinkles, some uh, gorilla cookies, some huckleberry punch, and many other killers. And some purple punch. And I'm like, yeah, we aren't allowed to have names like that in Illinois. But (laughs) we, we are allowed to have some names, just not names like that. Never heard of Titty Sprinkles. <laughs> Didn't know that was a name. I, I mean, there's some there's some interesting packaging I've seen out there, but um, Titty Sprinkles sounds pretty awesome. You know, are you familiar with the Hill? I am not familiar with the Hill, unless it is either Capitol Hill or the publication The Hill out of it's, Capitol Hill. That's it. It's the publication, and uh-huh. and recently The Hill just posted a a, 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 a webinar. On regulating cannabis, so oh, wow. I, re- I recommend everybody if you can go to the Hill website. Uh, I caught on to this by this uh, new revenue dot uh, org uh, gentleman I, I followed, and uh, so he's talking about the Hill cannabis hashtag the Hill cannabis. If you want to find it, but you'll find it. It's them going over uh, Governor Mace or Senator Mace, the, the Republican that recently just she's on there. Um, but again, these are the conversations that are happening that legalization is going to happen with or without you. So you better just jump on and follow on and, and, and throw your voice in if you have a chance, you know, that's, that's it. I think that's a good plan. Now you might also find yourself in Arkansas one day as a medical patient. You might say, well, how much is an eighth? We got you. All right, here we go. And so we are at Blue Medicinals in Texarkana. Oh, my goodness. They have uh, an eighth of Pura Vita. Oh, there we go. 23%. It's 42 bucks. Holy shit. That ain't bad, to be honest. I mean, like. A gram? No, that was 3.5. That was eight. No, that was a gram. An eighth. That was an eighth. It was was not a gram. It was not. No. No, it said one G right next to it. No, no. Let me show you here. That's again. Uh, so that's that's the one G, and then that's the three point five. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. so that actually those uh, that that valuation right there is actually pretty darn good. That's way yeah. better than we can do in Illinois. Like it's I've never seen forty two, 
and 42 isn't bad. Like that stuff that we got in um, when I was at Humboldt or when I was in Seattle, your prices were like 34 through 38 for like great stuff. I mean, and yeah. there was there was some stuff you could buy that was even more expensive. I'm sure you could try to find 50 dollar uh, an eighth stuff, and that would probably just be ridiculous they even have 60 dollar stuff here dude i mean there's yeah. retarded amounts but again the 40 dollar to 30 dollar range is perfect for me we uh the market has finally almost kind of established where quality can be reasonable but it's still not good for the patients it's still not feasible for someone with a real condition and takes a large amount of cannabis for whatever condition they're treating it's right. still not there uh yeah well you know um that's that's the price though and like uh, the caregiver model is nice and, and, you know, for, for 90% of the people that's, or 95% of the people, that's like great for that extra 5%, you know, help them out. Yeah. Well, and, and financial stuff. And I mean, there's reasons why, uh, price, I mean, it's just so important and mostly financial, mostly people are like on social security and stuff like that. They don't have a large income, you know? Hey, do you remember, uh, the most trending story from last week? No. Is this one? Dogs are being exposed oh, yeah. to marijuana through human poop, and pet owners should beware, according to a study. My question to this study is, who the hell commissioned this study? You know, that's what I want to know. Who's like, I'm going to study dog poop for wheat? Well, my question is, so you know, is it is, was it human poop? Uh, I don't know. And so a word of caution, dog owners, apparently some canines are getting intoxicated off marijuana by eating feces of people who's consumed marijuana, according to a new study. Yeah, where you should. Published by the Australian Veterinary Journal, looked at 15 cases of confirmed THC toxicosis in dogs who were suspected of or observed to have ingested human feces in Melbourne from 2011 to 2022, which also leads me to my next question on this study. You watched dogs eat shit and then measured it? And then there was only 15 instances of dogs eating weed shit in Melbourne, Australia from like 10 years? What the? Is this a made-up study? And they're just like... Are you looking everybody over, picks this up. <clears throat> are you looking over the fact like, where are you shitting? Are you shitting in the living room? Are you shitting on the lawn? Like, like, how's the dog eating your shit? Do you not flush? I do not know. The study's author, Clara Longer, told Marijuana Moment that this shouldn't necessarily be taken to mean that any level of THC is toxic in dogs. The studies, I'm sorry, the animals in my study had ingested an unknown quantity of feces that contained an unknown concentration of THC. So one would assume this concentration would be at the level that clearly caused toxicity, she wrote in an email. However, this does not mean that all THC ingestion can lead to toxicity. So, again, how much weed was in the poop from humans that they was feeding these dogs in this study? This is bizarre. I mean, like, first off, how did you even think about this study? Like, you, 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 you just, like, take a shit outside and your dog gets it. You're like, hey. Um, I better call that one lady who had that uh, poster up about a dog study. Uh, so does your dog eat human poop? Would you like to be included in the study about whether or not there's THC toxicity in it? That's, that's the number one fucking study I want to know. Does your dog eat human poop? Because I, I do not want to come to your house. 
no, don't lick me. Don't lick. No, no. I I know where that tongue's been. Nope, nope, mm -mm, nope, mm, no. But they did say that none of the dogs were hurt. And so that's the nice thing. You know, God forbid. You first off, you feed a dog human poop. Uh, and then you lace that human poop with weed. And then you study the dog after you've gotten it high by feeding it crap, literally feeding it crap. Uh, it, I could see why this was a popular story. Uh, and so if you enjoyed that, smash them likes. And then, uh, you know, don't forget to leave us a comment because that's uh, that, I'm kind of like Tinkerbell. I, I kind of just live on likes and subscribes. Sprinkle it on there. We appreciate all you guys joining us every uh, week. We do. Uh, it's good shit. But oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, don't say good shit. That just totally ruins like the whole concept <laughs> of that. Now it's it's just it's it's terrible. It's just terrible. But like, did they infuse the poop, or did they infuse the human first to get the poop to be infused? Mm. Like, These are the kinds of questions that we should not be asking on cannabis legalization news. We should be talking about cannabis policy, not cannabis parodies. And 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 then the thing is, it's not a parody. I mean, this is actually. Uh, as the people from Marijuana Moment called the lady up, and she was emailing them back. So. Um, Craziness, craziness. That is crazy. But, you know, I think more studies are going to come about. And when do you think there'll be the next final session? Like, what we got? The, we got the defense bill coming up, right? And then we also have the uh, regular uh, budget, correct? Yeah. And so the budget's going to be uh, a fight. And then after that fight, uh, we'll know. But, you know, the so stay tuned to Cannabis Legalization News as that defense bill with the budget and the funding and the safe banking is still kind of in play. We're going to see how this turns out. They're going to need the. Nobody wants the administration doesn't want to shut down the government. They just don't, you know, and so uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And it makes no sense not to go forward with safe banking. There's no reason why you want to protect citizens. In legal markets. Seriously, seriously, it doesn't make any diff uh, any sense. But um, you know, the people with running the country, they just don't care about you. <laughs> they don't. The weed, they're smoking you. That's right. That's right. And so, you know, I think we're ready to wrap this one up. It was a pretty decent episode. But uh, hey, uh, I'm going to get back to drafting this compliance plan after I take a small walk because it's actually kind of nice out. You nice. know what we should do though? We should uh, make sure that they they have this end screen, and then we can talk over the end screen. So, hey, uh, there you go. yeah, if you uh, want to subscribe to this, you see that no. thing in the middle? I think you can click it. Click, click, click. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or you can go over there, and then you can uh, subscribe to watch some other stuff. So, anyway, we'll see you next time. Damn right.